Welcome, everyone. This is The Real Purpose Podcast, and I am Michelle Carr. And I'm Trevor Rounce. This podcast is all about finding real purpose in our businesses, communities, and lives. Yes, it is. So, it is March, and that's kind of spring cleaning time. Kind of, yeah. And I always feel like this topic always comes up for me in my life at this time of year. Um, But I was thinking about it in the respect of giving back and how sometimes when we do a spring cleaning, Mm -hmm. it can be an opportunity to give back in some of the most basic of ways, like donating things you don't use or need anymore. Yeah. And um, I just, I got to thinking about that. And it's something that I, you know, uh, with real estate, I had always encouraged people to take that opportunity, especially if you're looking to move. It's a good time to clean out, get rid of the stuff you don't want. Why pack it and move it if you don't want it? Yeah. And um, what got me thinking today was how that impacts the people that you donate it mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it, it's it that rings home a little bit to us too because we just recently moved two years ago and right. that was a big kind of purge for us. Yeah, it actually felt really good um, to kind of maybe pack up and give the stuff that we no longer used yeah. um, to somebody that could really, really use it. Yeah. Um, I've always been told, too, that you should go through your closet like once a year. And yeah. s- if you haven't put on an article of clothing in that past year, yeah. you probably never will put it on. So you should probably like donate it. And there's yeah. so many avenues to donate clothing oh. and, and goods and stuff like that, especially in Airdrie. Tons. Like and that's the thing. Like, So one I think of in particular is diabetes. Mm. Um, and they will actually come to your door and pick up your donated items, which is fantastic yeah. and so simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course it goes to you know research and funding and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I like it because it's convenient. There's mm-hmm. also, of course, various thrift stores and that kind of thing. Um, Who does the, um, you can donate your car, your your wreck? I think that that's the, diabetes I as well. I think so too, yeah. yeah. And you get like a receipt for like yeah. a thousand bucks. Or exactly. And it's interesting because I think a lot of times when we think giving back, sometimes we think about volunteering our hours mm-hmm. or we think about um you know writing a check or donating funds but donating items that you no longer use is also giving back yeah and so today i was actually looking i googled um furniture donation calgary area or something like that mm-hmm. and a couple of the matches were like women shelters and family shelters. And I thought like, that's a huge way to give back. Mm -hmm. Not only are you supporting this organization, but you're supporting a person in crisis and someone who could really use that coffee table or whatever set of plates or who knows. Well, you never know too. Like people in those situations are are leaving dangerous situations and they don't necessarily have all the stuff that they can take to another place so that they can be safe. So, you know, a couch, a coffee table, that can mean the world to someone who's just trying to get to a safer place exactly um so yeah any of that stuff i mean i you know we had a couch that we gave away um only because when we moved we couldn't get it into the basement of our new house um so it was a really good good couch but we put it on kijiji yeah and uh, it was a college student and we just when he came to pick it up we just said take it like don't worry about like you know what's 20 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever we were asking for it you know when he was telling us he was just going to college and it was you know he he needed he was like super grateful and i think he asked if he could come and like help us like move in with the rest of our stuff because we were still moving in and it was just it just felt really nice to yeah to to do that like not necessarily like you know somebody really really in need but 
you know, going to college and university, yeah. especially nowadays, is pretty expensive, yep. pretty tough. Um, and hopefully he... Uh, he so you guys use... kind of did like a surprise give back. Yeah. Like yeah. In, with him in the sense that like he was fully prepared to pay the money for it. And you said, hey, no worries. We yeah. got this. Yeah. That's it, really cool. He came over right away with his, I think his roommate and yeah. they had like shorts and sandals on. And we're, yeah, like he was just typical <laughs> college kids. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I just think little things like that, you know, yeah. whether, whether, you know, I think it just makes other people's days. And Exactly. And they're like, I think Calgary Interfaith um, also picks up furniture as well. Oh, okay. Um, so that's an option for people if they don't have the ability to take the furniture into some of these other like um, Habitat for Humanity. Mm. That's actually another good one if you're renovating. Okay. Because sometimes, like, you know, you might be taking down your old cabinetry, but they're not in bad shape. Yeah. They're just not the style you want anymore. That's okay. So yeah. Habitat for Humanity will sometimes take donations like cabinets, cabinets or let's say you have a bunch of extra baseboard or whatever. Yeah, no, that's smart. Um, so I, I just think that we can... Sometimes we are a society that just accumulates, accumulates, accumulates. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when we are finally going to look at how much we've accumulated and start to get rid of it a little bit. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to give back. And I think if we reframe it as instead of, oh, I don't know if I should get rid of that. I might use it. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to do a thing. We might put it here. How about reframing it and thinking, could this benefit someone immediately mm -hmm. that's going through a difficult time? Mm -hmm. Could me letting go of this item that I don't really use really help someone. Yeah. And I think I think sometimes that's a way for us to let go of all the stuff that we accumulate. Yeah. And yeah, pass and it on. For us too, making that move, it was really, really um gratifying. Yeah. And you know, I've worked hard of not accumulating stuff anymore mm -hmm. and kind of taken a more like minimalist approach. Yeah. Like not I'm not a minimalist because <laughs> I've, I've watched those documentaries. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but, you know, it's just really kind of helped even with your own mentality of, you know, there's a lot you can do without. You don't need to accumulate all the stuff that, you know, you, you have. Yeah. And it makes you just kind of feel like lighter. Yeah. I guess if, it, if that makes sense. Yep. And, you know, being able to kind of take, you know, the old stuff that we did hold on to or would like just lived in a cardboard box for yeah. years and like old games and video games that could go to kids um, or families in need, you know, when you donate them to those places. I think that's that's so much yeah. so much better than just having like all the boxes underneath your stairs exactly. that you never look at, right? Exactly. So it, it's kind of twofold because I found it very helpful to myself too, not yeah. having like all this stuff that you cart around because you think you need it. Yeah. But uh, you keep a few sentimental things, but other than that, yeah. Keep them moving. One yeah, tote of moving. sentimental items. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> exactly. And I think too, like there's lots of opportunity in Airdrie to do that. Like I think about sending books to the library. Totally. Or to yeah. your local schools. Yep. There, especially we've got so many schools that have opened up recently and building a library takes time. Yeah. You know, sometimes that's a great place to donate it. Even the preschools, like if your kids are, you know, now school age, but they don't need those board books and whatever that younger kids read. They even do those community libraries too. Yeah. Now where you can just donate your books and then you just take one and then bring it back. Take which one, I think leave are, one. Yeah. I, yeah, think I love really those. Cool. Yeah. I love those. And like there's with toys again, preschools, daycares, um, community links had a toy exchange program at mm. one point. So I'm not sure if they accept used toys or not anymore. I'm not, I don't know the exact details of the program, mm -hmm. but my point is that there's opportunities like that 
out there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, you know, say gyms with childcare facilities or their, you know, library has groups for small babies and toddlers and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we talked about a couple of things that were certainly, you know, uh, Calgary based with, you know, Calgary Interfaith and diabetes and all that kind of stuff. But there are lots of things right around town. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, they are uh, working on that Women's Day shelter yeah, as well. Awesome. So that's that's a spot where donations can help yeah as well. yeah it's 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 not just about purging yourself and, and getting rid of stuff it's about that someone else can really use the stuff that maybe you don't need as you exactly. know as much anymore and yeah if there's so many avenues to give yeah. to people that are especially are yeah. kind of needing them right away yeah that's 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 a win-win for everyone. Oh, exactly. Kind of thing, right? Well, and I want to kind of spin it a little bit for businesses because I think businesses can give back too. And um, a great example of that is, you know, giving old furniture or older computers or whatever mm -hmm. to nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Um, I wasn't with the games on, on the early part of it, but I assume that they had stuff that was donated to them, desks, you know, uh, computers and that kind of stuff and tables, chairs, whatever. And uh, I mean, that goes a long way. I mean, we needed a place to sit for those meetings mm -hmm. and, you know, a, a place to get everything organized. So, you know, wh whomever donated, if they did or whatever, um, th that's an amazing help. So if you are renovating your office yeah. space, do you know if there's like if there's avenues for businesses that are just trying to start out and need um, like secondhand office equipment? Is there is there like a thing? Is that a th I think there is. I mean, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I feel like there's probably some sort of organization or business that you know, consigns old office furniture or something yeah. like that. I'm just curious because you know, given you know, a lot of people now are. Are, are starting up their yeah. own kind of self-run businesses that if there wasn't an avenue for people, because when you first start out, like you don't have budgets for, you know, brand new MacBooks no. and, no. you know, designer desk chairs that are like, you know, a couple of grand. I'm just wondering if there is anything that people yeah. can kind of, um, that want to start their own business, that want to keep it really kind of low key yeah. at the start. Because if there was, um, yeah, I would love to just direct people like even, oh, yeah. um, donating stuff. Well, if people, maybe if, if someone's listening to this and they know yeah. of a company, like, Put it in the comments below. Tag them. Let us know about it because I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, because there's so many resources for people who start out in new businesses and yes. stuff like that. I'm sure there's got to be like uh, um, a resource for people to keep that end of it down too, to help them yeah. out with you know purpose repurposed laptops and desks and stuff like that. Just like there's there's so many different avenues for new businesses starting out. Um, like Smart Start and yeah. all that other stuff that helps yeah. people kind of get the ball rolling. So I'm just wondering if there was, uh, yeah, if there is, please let me yeah, know. Because absolutely. I, I would love to, to kind of put that out there as yeah. a, a resource for people who are starting up. Well, and that's the thing too, like you can have your business for a while and some, uh, it might sound like we're talking about a bricks and mortar business storefront. However, like you work from home, mm -hmm. you guys have office chairs and desks. There might be a day when you're like, you know what? I need to upgrade this desk. I need more monitors or I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, you realize that the desk you have is no longer 
the one you need. So, yeah, totally. so it could even be like home-based business is, oh, my, is my point there. And even retail businesses in the sense of like, you might have purchased some sort of shelving or a table or something like that to display your goods on. Yeah. But then maybe the layout of the store changes or the needs of the store changes. And that can be you know, passed along to yeah. someone else. Oh, things grow and change. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you don't want to throw that stuff out because it's valuable. And it's like, exactly. how often do tables like actually break down and you can't use them? Right. They always can be repurposed. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I think there should be definitely a resource for something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, if it doesn't exist, someone should start that business. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um I think too the like the environmental side of it is pretty huge too. Yeah. In the sense that I think we do unfortunately send a lot of things to the landfill that didn't necessarily need to go there. Yeah. And I think this is also a way to give back to the environment a little bit in the sense of if we can pass it on to someone you know, then let's repurpose it again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. How often do you need to go back to Ikea to buy a new desk or anything? Like, exactly. You know, you know, so yeah, absolutely. Save, save the landfills. Don't be throwing out all that stuff. Exactly. If it's possible, let's do it. Yeah. And the thing is too, at some point things are done. So yeah. be yeah. responsible about it. Yeah. You know, and Think about how we can, like, the electronic recycling and that kind of stuff. For sure, yeah. Is, I know London Drugs um, has a great program, and I've taken computers and broken iPads and all that kind of stuff there once if I've upgraded or something. And they wipe it and, yeah, I don't know, do whatever they do. Yeah, do <laughs> their they, thing, yeah. they properly recycle the electronics. Yeah. Um, and that goes for, like, office supplies, too. I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure that you can actually take unused pens like old pens and mm -hmm. drop them off at staples to be recycled that is cool i so, didn't know that now that being said like there's like usually, empty pens or like, just like this pen but if, does it have like you know like 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 doesn't work anymore they'll refill like I, like they'll repurpose i think it, it doesn't matter doesn't like, matter okay. like if you're just like if you have a junk drawer and there's like 400 pens in there yeah. and you're like i gotta get yeah. rid of some of these um of course again schools like anything office supplies yeah. tape glue markers pens pencils if a school could use it if the library could use it if a nonprofit organization could use it Absolutely. um it's funny because i'm part of 100 women who care and um they always say you know we're always welcoming donations and stuff for pens and office supplies because at every meeting, we fill out a form and they want to pass pens around. Oh, right. Wow, yeah. And so it's like, oh, well, there's 20 in my drawer that aren't getting used. Yeah. Might as well hand them off. But I, my point is that there are places where you can recycle it. If, if there isn't a community group or a location that wants it, you can actually recycle some of this stuff, which again, is insane. Again, this sounds just like, like almost like there needs to be... Um, a business center yeah where if you go and you're a non-for-profit business and you're say you're running an event yeah that you can go there and they will for free loan you out you know a bucket of pens yeah couple of desks chairs and then when you're done you bring it back yeah because a lot of these things these pop-up things too uh like the games you guys needed a whole bunch of stuff all at Tons. once and then when you're done well, done what do you do with it all right it goes it has to go back to somewhere and yeah. if there was like a resource. I think that's like a need. If there's like a resource where oh. I'm sure there is. But like even for if someone came in and was like, hey, we're like a hundred women. Yeah. Hey, we need some pens. 
here, here you, you go. go. Yeah. Here's a stack. Yeah. And if like businesses or just people around town knew that, yeah. I'd be bringing pens and markers and stuff all the time. There. Exactly. Like, yeah. And then they can disperse it out. And if someone ever brings it back, that's totally fine. Keep it. Yeah. And if at some point they go, hey, thanks for lending this to us. We're going to bring it back now or we no longer need it. Yeah. You know, I think it's... um. It's, it's an interesting concept for sure. Really And there's a need. Yeah. There's, I think there's definitely a need because, you know, how many times you kind of beg, borrow, and steal. But if yeah. there was a central place. Yeah, we have one of these fold-up uh, tables, too, that yeah. we loan out to different people all the time. They always call us, yeah. hey, we're doing an event. We need a table. Do you guys have any? And, and just little things like that. But if there was, like, an actual resource, like a place that you could go, maybe there is. Again, if there is, let yeah, me know. Yeah, totally. Because, Tell us. Because uh, I would love to know and, like, kind of help that out, too. Or direct support. people to Yeah, that. exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, no, I think it's really interesting how it all can kind of come full circle and you kind of clearing out what you don't need can impact someone else and hey there might even be a business idea here as well yeah no i think that's great i think these are all great ideas that we can you know have these resources to give back to the community not only just for personal Mm -hmm. but for also businesses i think in the end it all helps out because even if you give back to like businesses when they grow up and they get you know well established they're hopefully they'll pay it forward and in the end like i think it's just going to better everybody both personally the people that need it like in situations like uh you know bad situations Mm -hmm. where they need you know furniture or businesses where they can they can grow their business easier better yeah and then help pay it forward even more so it's i guess it's that win-win so yeah absolutely absolutely i love it The Real Purpose Podcast is brought to you by The Car Group, a real estate team that wants you to love your community as much as your home. Real estate with real purpose. Visit thecargroup.ca today. All right, Trevor. So this month, we actually just have one story. And sometimes that happens depending on how many nominations come in and all that good stuff. For sure. Um, But this is uh, Kim and Brian's story. And um, I I don't have to really say too much before we listen to the audio because uh, Kim was really great at kind of sharing the journey that her and her husband have been on and what he's been facing medically. So let's have a listen to that. Okay, awesome. So I'm sitting here today with you, Kim. And you are our recipient for March 2020. You and your husband have been going through some challenging times for a while. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, it started with headaches. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what's happened, diagnosis, and where things are today. He started having headaches about 12 years ago. Oh, wow. Uh, one headache um, for the last 12 years. Oh. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh. And um, for diagnosis for that, they ruled out different kinds of headaches, but they don't know why Okay. he gets them. And he's now on medication that has calmed it down where he can handle it somewhat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then in the meantime, um, he was having some issues with um, depression and that type of thing. They had thought it was bipolar, so he was treated for bipolar for about two years. And then I kind of felt things weren't, it didn't seem like it was bipolar to me. Yeah. So I um, kind of questioned a few things, got back with their family doctor, got him into somebody else, and that's when they found out that he had dementia. Okay. Um, and then I found out there's a whole lot of different kinds of dementia. Yes, there are. Yes. Yeah. So what type does he have? He has, it's called BVFTD, uh, Behavioral Variant 
temporal frontal uh, dementia. Okay. So it's not very common. Okay. And then this must impact work. Yes. And that kind of um, stuff as well. Yeah. He was no longer able to work. Uh, this started when he was 63, 2016. Okay. So the last two years that he should have been able to work, he couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So now you guys have received another diagnosis. Yeah, ALS. Which yeah. we know as Lou Gehrig's disease as well, which is a devastating yeah. diagnosis. But combined, from what I understand with ALS, it's, it's so challenging because they lose physical function, but the mind is there. Right. But in this case, right. your husband also has dementia. Yes. So it's a double whammy, it really. It is, yeah. I can't and even the imagine. And ALS is a very slow moving, mm -hmm. and so is the dementia. Okay. So which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just progressing everything quite, quite long. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What's it been like for you? You've gone from partner and wife to primary caregiver. Yeah. And these are a lot of changes that must weigh heavily on you. It does. It does. Yeah, it's been tough. Well, with the Airdrie Angel program, our whole goal is to lift the spirits of people going through a difficult time. And I think a lot of people can barely try and imagine what you're going through. Um, and we hope that this package just lifts your spirits a little bit. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> The first item we have for you is a bouquet of flowers from Summerhill Florist. So nice way to brighten up yeah. the day. The Pink Wand Cleaning has donated a one-hour three-person clean for your home. Okay. So something to take off your plate so you can do something for yourself during that time. Okay. Big so Springs Plumbing and Heating have donated $200 in gift cards for groceries for you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. A hundred men who give a damn have donated $200 in gift cards for fuel for oh, you guys. Okay. Uh, so Montana's restaurant has donated a $200 gift card for dinner for you guys. Wow. Sorry. Okay. David Bowman Painting has donated $200 in uh, gift cards for parking oh, for you guys. Okay. So, because I understand you go to the hospital and... We do. We spend a lot of time at the Foothills and South Health Campus. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand that you have granddaughters as well. I do. So what we have from 100 Men Who Give a Damn is movie passes, so you guys can go out and see a movie with oh, them. Okay. So there's that. Thank you. Your nominator wrote in your nomination that one of the things you do with your husband is you take him on a drive and you guys go to Tim Hortons and we do get and coffee we do we go to the dog park and watch the dogs yeah yeah and it's it's a ritual and it's something you guys enjoy doing together yes so um 100 men who give a damn also have gift cards for uh tim hortons so you guys can oh. keep doing that oh, so 50 dollars there thank you you're welcome Finally, uh, there was an event called Triple Sweat. This was put on by F45, Push Cycling, and Nine Round Boxing. Okay. And they did a fundraiser for Airdrie Angel. So oh. with the funds they raised, we have $500 cash for whatever that you may need. Wow. There you are. Wow. Thank you. Um, thank you. You're welcome. It's a lot to imagine. And if a movie with your granddaughters or getting coffee with your husband or even just not worrying about groceries or cleaning the house or gas. 
if that helps to lift your spirits that and helps relieve, a lot. The, relieve the burden. Yeah. 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 An awful lot. Oof. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, you can't imagine a diagnosis like that for your uh, partner, right? I, I almost look at like when, when I hear stories like this, that it's, they almost seem worse, like than losing somebody mm-hmm. because like they're still there, but they're not. And yeah. like, I couldn't imagine, like, you know, I, I always try to bring it back to my myself and how I would react in situations like that. And it's just, it's just gut wrenching yeah. to think like, you know, to, you know, I, I don't, it's just really hard to, to hear that. And you can hear at the end, like the, I mean, it must be really, really tough on her to, to yeah. be that primary caregiver. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a tough story. That's. And she's such a giving woman too. She actually volunteers with the lioness and yeah. um, does amazing work with that group. And I, I told her, I said, I just think that's really amazing yeah. that, and this is why I appreciate volunteers so much because you never know what's going on in people's lives, never but yet know. there she is working the hamper program over Christmas and all the other stuff they do throughout the year, despite what's going on. And she said, Oh, you know, it's good. It's good for me to get out. It helps me, for sure, yeah. but you could get out and do a lot of things. And when you get out and choose to help others, mm-hmm. that says something about you. Yeah. And, and it just sounded like it, it escalated really quickly too. Yeah. Like I know he had the headaches for 12 years, yeah. which is insane. Like oh. I couldn't imagine having a constant headache for no. 12 years. No. Um, but then it just seemed like at the end, everything seems to be like, like escalating a little yeah. bit faster, which yeah. that just come as a shock. Like, Ugh. yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. never good. But she was incredibly grateful. And, um, I, I really think that these items meant a lot to them, yeah. especially the Tim Hortons gift card. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for that. So, and, and if you have a dog and you're walking your dog in the dog park, you never know who might be sitting well, there. Well, I was, I was thinking that too. I'm like, I, I wonder what dog park it is because we bring blue all the time to the yeah. east side one. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they can borrow blue for the afternoon if they ever <laughs> wanted to. Uh, I know she's awesome with lifting yeah. spirits and stuff like yeah, that. But exactly. Yeah, you just never know who's in the dog park and yeah. just needs to see that. What's right? going on, yeah. yeah. So pretty amazing. All right. The Real Purpose Podcast is brought to you by Switchback Creative, a marketing and web development company that is committed to telling the story of your brand. Check out switchbackcreative.ca. All right, Trevor. So now we are on to the purpose pick for this podcast. I feel like we've kind of mentioned some pretty awesome purpose picks as we were chatting away because there's so many great places where we can donate items two yeah and to me those are great purpose picks yeah absolutely for sure there's so many great little places that you can drop off stuff to to that uh, will go to people in need exactly so i think what i'm going to do is in the show notes we'll make a list of some of the places most of all the places we mentioned um and see if we can add a couple more to the list as well and just talk a little like give maybe some guidelines of what kind of stuff they accept because i know for example diabetes will say um small appliances toys clothing shoes um but uh, so they don't accept furniture but i know calgary Calgary Interfaith does, right? Yeah. So maybe we'll kind of give a little bit of guideline around that. And um, if people are thinking, hey, yeah, it's time to spring clean my business or my home, yeah. they can find a place to to send that stuff to. And if you, you read the show notes and, yeah. and you don't see a place that you know does accept it, 
Or you can help us out, like tweet at us or send yeah. us a message or put it comment, in a comment. whatever. Anything, get, uh, just to help us get the word out that there are these awesome resources yeah. and we don't know them all, maybe. And if you could just, yeah, if you see something there that, that you know about and you want to share with us, feel free to let us know because yeah. we'd love to share it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, that is it for this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, leave comments below as we've suggested yep. to you. If you're watching this on Facebook or Instagram, like it, heart it, do all the things. And um, if you're listening on podcast platforms like Anchor or Spotify or iTunes or Google, whatever, subscribe and yes, then you'll never please. miss an episode. Yep. And most important, if you know someone in the Airdrie area who's going through a difficult time, at no fault of their own, and could use a lift to the spirit from our community, please go to airdrieangel.ca and nominate, nominate them today. today. Yeah, please. So uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, until next time, we are wishing you real purpose in all that you guys do. Thank you.